Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Breaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Uh, if I have said this before, excuse me. Nah, screw it. It's going to be a big two hours here at the Freak Nation. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. A lot of winners in here tonight, man. A lot of winners. Chandler Smith, your ARCA Series winner for Friday night at Phoenix Raceway. Getting things cooking for a big weekend in Phoenix, Arizona with your Xfinity race on Saturday. And then, of course, the Cup race today where Joey Logano grabs himself a win. Also here in the Freak Nation, speaking of winners, James Hinchcliffe. He's got himself a new gig. He's got, what, three races this year, Crasher? Yes, the two races in May and then, of course, Texas Motor Speedway. But he's got a new gig. He's going to be doing uh, some pit reporting for all the IndyCar races outside... Okay, outside of the races that he's going to be racing, he's going to be doing well, pit yes. reporting, right? Well, actually, you will see him on TV during the Indy 500, obviously on a pre-tape, because he's going to be having his butt in a car seat. A car seat. That sounds kind of funny. He's not a kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be having his butt in the cockpit in during the Indy 500 as well. So you're just going to see so much of this guy, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Daniel Suarez, the only Mexican-born and raised driver in the NASCAR Cup Series. Grabbed himself a 2016 Xfinity Series championship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still running in the Cup Series. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And as I said, Chandler Smith, Daniel Suarez, and James Hinchcliffe will be here in the Freak Nation. Statman, uh, how's the weather out there in Columbus, my friend? Actually, it was in the mid-60s today. It was uh, pleasant. Not quite what you were expecting, was it, No, it wasn't. I was hoping you'd say, hell, it was a high of 30. (laughs) And then you were going to brag at how great Phoenix was. Yeah. Yeah. I went out and bought a larger SUV with all-wheel drive in December. It's getting ready for the big splash of snow and snow drifts and sub-freezing temperatures. And it's been springtime ever since. (laughs) You jinxed it. It's a sad man weather curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all I had to do was go out and spend five or six figures of money, and that, ended, that made sure we didn't have a summer. Right. <laughs> a winter, I mean, a winter, yeah. Uh, and it's, that's, it's not uh, cl- uh, climate change. It's uh, Statman climate. <laughs> <laughs> Statman's the cause of our climate issues, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, Freak Nation, at Speed Freaks, Facebook, and again, the website, speedfreaks.tv. I saw myself a good race today at Phoenix Raceway. Still not where I want to see a cup race. A little too long. Yeah, just a little too damn long. But damn, can we just put, Statman, can we just put dog legs in every freaking, can we just put like 200 yards of a section of track and every track for the restart the, zone. Yeah, that was just it was like buckshot out of a shotgun. Just <laughs> these guys coming around that that turn one, Stat. 
I, I don't I don't understand that that people brag about these guys being the best drivers in the world, <laughs> and they can't get out of set first gear without crashing into each other. It's just amazing to me that, that even the announcers say, "Well, here comes a restart. That means we're going to have another yellow flag." I mean, everybody knows that they're going to crash into each other through after a, a restart. It's crazy. Imagine if that dog leg at Phoenix Raceway was on the other side of the track just prior to the start finish line. Oh, insane. <laughs> that would be bonkers. So you'd have a wicked restart every time across the stripe and then a wicked backstretch dog leg. Well, I mean the dog leg used to be the backstretch and yeah, you you would see some pretty intriguing racing in the back. And do we do we sound like old dude stat man if we say yeah back in the day back in the eighties it was day. a true dog leg now it's just kind of a the dog it's like a baby humpback yeah well <laughs> you know what the you know what the dog leg used to be used to be the entry to the track years ago right. yep that was that was crazy crash you remember that that it was yep. probably that when IndyCar used to go there when you were with IndyCar. Yes, I was actually pissed because that mean that meant we had to get up and be at the track before 7 a.m., which, of course, me, right out of college, not a morning person whatsoever, and the team saying, okay, wake-up calls earlier this week because we're at Phoenix, and we have to park outside of the track and, be sh- and walk over the track before the first practice, which is the first practice was typically 8 a.m., and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I have to have my breakfast and everything done by 7, 7 or 7.30? Ooh, that's for you. That would have been difficult. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's how Crasher rolls. It's all about Crasher when it comes to oh, IndyCar. Yes. And, uh, well, post-college, that's all anybody thinks of anyway. It's like, this is my schedule. This is my work life. I can't do this. We're going to reset with some affiliates. Freak Nation, get right back with Crash Gladys Pitt News and Notes. Coming up with Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates in the Freak Nation. How are you doing, man? Thank you, affiliates, for being a part of this. Sirius XM 211, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Stitcher. We're all over the damn place, man. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, man. Go to GeneralTire.com. Find the tire for your righteous ride. We roll on them. You should, too. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, NASCAR is still racing in Supercross land, and Supercross was over in Daytona, the 50th, get this, the 50th Supercross race at Daytona International Speedway. And going into this weekend, the 450 class was tied in points with the tie between Ken Roxon and Eli Tomac. Roxon had the advantage out of the starting gains, but Tomac rode around riders after the halfway point as if they were standing still. He was on it. Eli Tomac went on to net the win, and now he sits atop the Supercross standings by three tiny little digits. Garrett Marchbanks took the win in the 250s. NASCAR and Phoenix to wrap up the West Coast swing, and it was quite a bit of an upgrade with this racing package, like we were just talking about, versus what you all saw in the past November race. So, will this package bode well for the championship weekend this year, which is coming up the first weekend of November, November 6th, 7th, and 8th? The jury should not be out any longer. I just want more of what we saw today. 
I, more, please, please. Maybe not as many cautions, but more of that side-by-side racing and some of the craziness. Yes, I like it. The ARCA win on Friday went to Chandler Smith. You're going to hear from him later on in this show. The Xfinity race on Saturday to Brandon Jones leading the last 20 laps. And the cup race, back and forth, back and forth. Was it going to be Kevin Harvick or Brad Keselowski? Oh, it ended up being Joey Logano. Now, the NHRA may not have been active this weekend, but get this, the Pro Stock and Pro Mod Worlds specifically, yeah, they were. It was the inaugural Drag Illustrated World Door Slammer Nationals in Orlando. Jeg freaking Coughlin just ran the tables and took home $75,000 in this one weekend of racing. Yeah, biggest prize ever for Pro Stock. Pretty impressive. Formula One drivers are on their way to Australia as we speak, and round one in Oz, it's going to go off without a hitch. Round two, however... Get this. Zero spectators the entire weekend. Yeah. Thank the hype and panic of the coronavirus for why the entire Bahrain Formula One weekend is going to be run on track with no fan present to witness it live. No fans for practice. No fans for qualifying. No fans for the race. We'll get into that later on in the show. Hey, guess what? IndyCar kicks off this coming up weekend, too. Everybody's back. Daniel Suarez, James Hinchcliffe, and more coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. The summer, it's quickly approaching, and General Tire wants to put some money back in your pockets. Because now, through April 30th, with the purchase of four new qualifying General Tire passenger tires, you'll receive up to a $70 Visa prepaid gift card. Choose from the summer ultra-high-performance G-Max RS, the all-season ultra-high-performance G-Max AS05, and the all-season touring Altimax RT43 lines. So prepare to prove that anywhere is possible this summer with General Tire. For more information, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, driving speed freaks for 20 years car not performing right a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time but lucas fuel treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system the fuel pump fuel injectors even carburetors and valves as you drive it's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines lucas fuel treatment it works Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. Mav TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. 
MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro-polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Again, thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Lucas Oil, the finest synthetic oil on the planet. Don't believe me? Well, you 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 go get a stadium named after you. Lucas Oil, part of the Freak Nation for 20 freaking years, man. Joey Logano with a, a big win at Phoenix Raceway. I can't imagine how much data, stat man, that these teams... If they had, and I, this is going to sound so lay, that they had tonnage of computer paraphernalia there trying to get get as much as they could from this race, given the fact that the championship race is going to be run here in November, something that hasn't happened, it, it hadn't happened in the whatever we want to call this, the modern era of NASCAR, where the race, uh, where, the, where the championship race was run the same track twice, or excuse what am I trying to say here? Damn it. Homestead, it was a championship race, okay? Right. There was, there was never a year when Homestead was the championship race where they ran Homestead earlier in the year, right. like they're doing with Phoenix. It was only once right. and only the finale. So I'm curious, Statman, if they had just pounds and pounds of abacuses and sextants to try and get... <laughs> <laughs> You think they ran out of fingers in the pits? <laughs> Well, they ought to do like F1 and get some supercomputers and have all that information transferred back to the boys at the shop so that they can have all of that stuff there waiting for them when they get back home. And you even Jeff Gordon tried to get something out of Joey Logano after the win today, talking about the things that Joey Logano learned from this race today that he could bring with him. Back in November, Logano said, think I'm going to tell you, Jeff? No. <laughs> think I'm going to tell you that? No, I'm not going to do that. I think the bigger issue is if they put the air feed into his ear right before they came to him, They heard uh, he heard uh, Kevin Harvick talking about Harvick's car was faster than Logano's, uh, and he could have beaten Logano if he only could have gotten in front of him. Which to me, I I was rolling on the floor laughing. I said, "Yeah, if you could get in front of him, you could beat him." That means your car's not fast. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. You need to get in front first, and so that Kevin, that falls back on you. <laughs> but yeah, Joey, Joey, kind of just uh, he just kind of blew that off, though. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't really want to go anywhere of, with that. And and talked long enough so that. The guys in the booth didn't have time for a second question. He just right. took the took the show over at that point. Do you think he's the? I mean, 
gosh, we have such a small sample size. We're only four races into the NASCAR season, but he's the only one with multiple wins. He's got two wins out of the four. Is Joey Logano showing signs? I mean, did he also show signs in California and enough at Daytona that he is basically the guy to beat this year? I don't think so. I think the Chevrolets have uh, suddenly emerged and some of the new drivers at Hendrick Motorsports have got enough experience now that I think they're going to flex their muscles as the season goes along. I think the Chevys are going to become the cars to beat. Yep, I got a heads up this morning that William Byron's car was on rails this weekend, and he was very excited about his chances today. And, yeah, it was fun watching him up front for a little bit. So between those guys, also the RCR guys, Tyler Reddick was up there a lot. So, yeah, I think we have parity back in NASCAR this year that we haven't seen in a while, and that's a very good thing. What got me that you mentioned that, uh, I think it was William Byron, he drives the 24 Yes. Sponsored by Hertz, a company owned by Penske, who is a Ford team and was driving the cars in front of him. I, when I saw that, I said, wait a minute. I know that this is pretty crazy and you got to bring money to the table. But come on. The, the Penske looked at. See, the Penske knows who the fast cars are. <laughs> Well, his car, Penske's car takes the win, and then he has his, his own sponsorship on another team car that wasn't doing too shabby today. Yeah. No, if you're, if you're Roger, that's why they call him the captain. He's in yeah. charge. And everything but win the race, Tyler Reddick did what he had to do. And you said three words, Crasher, that we haven't said in years, and it's Richard Childress Racing. Yeah. You've got right. his grandson, Austin Dillon who, okay, won the Daytona 500, but that's it, right? A few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Reddick in the eight car. Man, you talk about someone that needs a shot in the ass, and that's Richard Childress Racing, who at one time was part of the cream of the crop. Now he's mm-hmm. just part of the crop. So having ta- Tyler Reddick in the eight do everything but win the damn race, I mean, that's... That's saying something. Yeah. Who's holding yeah, well, Austin, yeah. Austin Dillon had some problems this weekend in, in qualifying. Uh, he couldn't even get to the green flag before he locked up a wheel, had to turn around and go back and start over again. Uh, and, you know, had just a terrible qualifying effort. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, um, they're having some problems over there. They're going to have to get it worked out. Maybe they're spending too much time in their engine program. And what I also like is the fact that we've spent three or four, three or four minutes of this last conversation. We're bringing up younger names. Exactly. Exactly. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. That, you know that that Mark Martin is finally gone. <laughs> 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 I can't even respond to that. So true. It was always awesome seeing him working out in the track fitness rooms. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you can stop. You can stop anytime now, buddy. <laughs> Just Jeez. let the other guys come up. And the Labani brothers and the Bodine yeah. brothers. And, you know, just it's it's wonderful to get some new names. Freak Nation, his name is James Hinchcliffe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That reminds me of a story that I have to tell. Quickly, please. Okay, because this, obviously, NASCAR weekend in our hometown of Phoenix, where Kenny and I are, and and our daughter Henley. So, last night, after a bunch of track stuff, and then Henley also had a birthday party, 
Henley got into watching the movie Turbo. Yes, that's an IndyCar movie, but she just wanted more racing. She just can't get enough. And then after Turbo was done, she had to talk to Alexa about racing. And she asked Alexa, who is your favorite driver? And Alexa said, my favorite driver is Kyle Larson. And she freaked out. And she's like, Daddy, that's your driver. That's awesome. Alexa likes your driver, the number 42. And then she asked Alexa again, Alexa, who's your second favorite driver? Alexa didn't quite interpret that the same. And Alexa said, well, according to Wikipedia, whatever, Alexa went to some stat site and it said, Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Dale Earnhardt Jr. were two of the most popular drivers alongside Bill Elliott. <laughs> Henley looked up at me and she goes, who are they? Yep, there it is. And I'm like, oh, wow, is that telling? <laughs> she could tell you what Kevin Harvick's pit card is. It's yep. a smiley face, but when it comes to Dale Earnhardt Sr., sorry, who the hell is that? Doesn't know who it is. James Hinchcliffe, big-time IndyCar Series pilot, has a new gig. It's awesome. Sauce, as Crash would say. Yes. He's next to Freak Nation. But first, how about your Statman Scat? Downtown in the middle of the night. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Here's some women on International Women's Day who became champions in a game that's suffered under the control of men for decades. My list starts at Shirley Muldowney, who won three top fuel titles in 1977, 80, and 82, when some tracks wouldn't even allow women in their paddocks to watch her race. Erica Ender Stevens won pro stock titles in 2014 and 15 when sponsors refused to be a part of her team. She stayed home at times for lack of funds, but won championships anyway. Christina Nielsen won GT championships in IMSA in 16 and 17, and she's not even 30 yet. For that matter, teenager Holly Deegan might win a stock car title before she's 20. These are women who face down insanity on and off the track. They won titles, if not respect, on their way to the top. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize
maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Websites. We're all over the damn place. iHeartRadio app, SiriusXM, you got the Freak Nation. This guy's been a part of the Freak Nation many, many years. We're into our 20th year, not quite sure how long he's been coming in here. James Hinchcliffe joining us here in the Freak Nation. IndyCar Series pilot and now NBC IndyCar pre-race host, no, in-game he, host. He is in-race, baby. He's in the booth. Holy smokes. Uh, have you started to work on those chops yet, bro? It's just right around the corner. Yeah, I mean, I've, I, all right, a couple things. First yeah. of all, I'm actually going to be in, I'm actually be in pit lane. Uh-oh. Oh, but I thought it was I'm the gonna booth. Be, well, I'm going to do some, I'm going to do a little bit of the booth. But I'm gonna, okay. my, my main game is going to be in pit lane. And and i got to be honest with you, until about an hour ago, and this is not a joke, until about an hour ago, I had received no real official information, training, handbook, like oh. no guidelines. I was... I was I felt very unprepared, and then about an hour ago, I got a phone call saying, "Hey, we're going to do a seminar, get you up to speed next week before the thing." And I thought, "Okay, perfect. At least I'm getting some sort of guidance and uh, an understanding of what exactly it is I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it." I love the fact that we have a winning IndyCar driver on the phone with us right now, and he says, "We're going to get with you and talk to you about the thing, not the race or the race weekend, <laughs> but the thing." You know, the thing, the thing that we're doing. <laughs> the thing. I talk about the thing with the thing, and then I'm in the thing. Right. There's stuff happening at the thing, at the place. You know, you know all about it. It's fine. Uh, IndyCar Series pilot, NBC IndyCar pit reporter, James Hinchcliffe, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And earlier today, I was bending down, picking up the 
you know, newspaper or something, and I kind of grunted. Think, and I, you just grunt when you're when you're old. You grunt oh. even though you're hurting or not. And I thought, you know what? I bet James Hinchcliffe, he grunts given the fact of that tragic accident that you had, almost took your damn life, and just some things you've been through. Do you still grunt when you pick up things off the floor? You know, I have my grunty moments for sure. There's, uh, you know, what it is for me, man. What? It's, uh, and this is this is bad given my line of work. Sitting on airplanes. Something about airplane seats is like the only thing that's like a lasting side effect from my accident. It just absolutely ruins my left leg and like left butt cheek. And I've already been on uh, 20 planes this year. I counted. So it's it's a bad bad occupation to be in if uh, sitting on planes is. So much for not having a full-time ride. What the heck? 20 planes. What are you doing? You teased something on social the other day about possibly hooking up with Tony Kanaan to do something. You're now doing this TV gig. We know you're staying in shape to do the three IndyCar races that you are signed up for, including the Indy 500. What is taking you to more than 20 destinations already? It's it's crazy. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm not going to say 20 destinations because, you know, I live in Indianapolis and you got to connect to go everywhere. So it's probably <laughs> only 10 honest trips, but it's 20 planes. Uh, but no, it's, you know, honestly, being being unemployed is more work than having a job. You know, you're out there hustling, you're uh, meeting with companies, meeting with sponsors, you know, obviously with Genesis coming on board with us for our three races this year. Very excited about that. We had to have some meetings with them in different places, had to go announce it down in Florida. You know, we've, we've just kind of been uh, been all over chasing different things from charity work. I was out uh, in California with Ryan Hunter Ray for his big charity event last weekend. We were out in Laguna doing some fun stuff there. So just, uh, yeah, moving and shaking. And moving and shaking as a newly married man, are you kind of used to your wife Becky's idiosyncrasies? I mean, is there – you posted something in this off season about that damn thermostat, and Kenny and I go at it with that thermostat. I get it. But what are some other things that you've come to realize that you're like, uh-oh, it's 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 unbelievable. A crash. I gotta tell you, there's some of the things this girl does. It's just it defies it defies words. And so you know the the thermostat is like the number one bartering tool in our house. I mean, it's I'll do this chore for a degree, you know, and and she'll do this for a degree. We use it all the time. But then my my darling wife Becky, she I guess got yelled at a lot when she was a kid for slamming cupboard doors in the kitchen, and so. She just her solution to this was rather than not slam them was to just not close them at all. And she goes through our kitchen and every drawer or cupboard that she's been to in the last ten minutes just stays open. And I'll walk into the kitchen and it looks like a poltergeist has hit the kitchen and has just left everything all disheveled. It's crazy. Kenny. That is so you, and it's so frustrating because I hit my head. Yes, I hit my head on on some of the cupboards, and I'm like, what the hell? Just close it. Hold on a second. At one time, it was all about me closing the doors. Do I leave them open now? Oh, all the time. Because I was that kid at 12, 13 years old that would jump up on the counter, and someone left the G-damn door open. I cracked my freaking skull, and and it was paranoia from this point forward. So I've changed? (laughs) You and Becky need to have a little seminar. Holy crap. I asked you this. <laughs> I asked you this earlier, and and you were frank. Um, you you were used to calling your wife wife before you were married. Explain. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I just got a big issue with the word fiance. 
It just it just sounds so gross and pretentious, and, and you know they spell it one way for males and another way for females, but it's pronounced the same. It's just it's just there's too many rules around it, you know, and it doesn't sound cool. You just you sound like a jerk. You sound like your upper crust trying to like brag. Oh yes, I'm engaged. I just see I'm So you know, as soon as we got engaged, I just started calling her the wife, or you know, the bag and chain, the boat anchor, the handbrake, whatever was appropriate. <laughs> Okay, because that's a French word, does Simon Paginot realize that you are very upset with that word? Well, we've talked about it, but I think that's also why he stayed engaged for so long, because he loves saying the word. <laughs> it's, it's poor, you know, poor Haley had to stay in that, in that weird purgatory of engagement for so long, because he just loved being able to say, le fiancé. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit of racing. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, if we, if we must. <laughs> where would you be if you had if you still had your full-time ride? Where would you be right now mentally and physically with the season uh, right around the corner? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite proud to say physically I'd be in exactly the same spot because I've, I've been maintaining my training regimen as if I was going to be racing in St. Pete because – Hey, look, man, if, if, if Connor Daly is any indication of anything, you never know if you're going to be in a car on a given weekend. So, I, you know, I'm fully prepared to, to step in if, uh, if the need arises from one of the Honda-powered teams. So I, I've been preparing physically exactly the same, and I'm, I'm in as good shape as I've ever been. I feel as prepared as I've ever been. So it's, uh, it's kind of frustrating that I don't get to go, you know, use it and put all that hard work to, uh, to good use. But, uh, you know, mentally, I'm not going to lie, man, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough knowing that everybody was in Coda a couple weeks ago and that everybody was bring the last few days and that, you know, a little over a week, we're all going to be down in Florida and, you know, 23, 4, 5, whatever it is this year of, you know, my best friends are going to go out there and, uh, and do what I want to be doing. And, and I'll be in the, in the pit lane with a microphone talking about it. So it could be worse. Don't get me wrong. I mean, getting to work on the broadcast, the opportunity with NBC is something I'm genuinely very excited about. And I, do still get to be there and be part of the action and hey talking about racing for two hours i'd do that for free <laughs> don't tell them but you know it's it's uh it's still great to to kind of be involved and uh i'm already you know i i know we've got three races this year for sure you know hopefully we can add another one or two as the as the year progresses um but at the same time you know we're ice forward to may and and already making moves and, and putting plans in place for 2021 so i'm Trying to look at the silver lining, you know, certainly it's not uh, the 2020 I thought I was going to be having six months ago, but uh, it, like I said, it could be could be a lot worse, and I'm getting some cool opportunities, getting to go back to Andretti Autosport, which is amazing, getting a, a great new partner involved in the series with Genesis, so uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be weird, but at the end of the day, no complaints. James Hinchcliffe, how would it work out if something would happen with a Honda driver, and how would it work with NBC and with Genesis and with you if you were to get a call to replace somebody during the season? You know, I'm so lucky to have just just great people around me in in every aspect of my life right now, and uh, the people at NBC, they understand that I'm I'm a racing driver, and, and that's still my number one goal, and Though I, you know, I hope TV is part of my future down the road in a in a more permanent situation. You know, they get that if an opportunity comes up, uh, I'm going to want to take it, and, and they're going to allow me to do that. So, uh, big credit to them, and, and a huge thanks to them for being understanding in that sense. And and from the partner side, yeah, I mean, you know, Genesis knows the situation. It's part of the reason that that we got involved together, and, and I think that if. Uh, 
if a car opens up, you know, they're going to understand that that's not one they're technically supporting at the time. And so, uh, you know, no harm, no foul. I think their goal is very much to be full-time in 2021, and, uh, and we want to do that together. So that's something we're working toward. But if opportunities come up this year, I think we're going to kind of take them as they come. All right. Well, there it is right there. I like what you just said. Their goal, Genesis's goal, is to be full-time in 2021, and you guys are working on that together. So, fingers crossed, James, just enjoy this year with what the, all the different opportunities and different things you're going to get to do, hopefully full-time 2021. Exactly right. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of jokingly calling it my gap year. You know, I'm, uh, <laughs> this is this is the racing equivalent of backpacking across Europe for a summer after college before you get a real job and go back to work, you know. I had a feeling this interview was going to go where it's going. James, can you hang around for another segment? Yeah, I'm absolutely. I would love to. All right, more with James Hinchcliffe and Daniel Suarez coming up. You know what, you know what Hinchcliffe is going to be? He's going to be like Tony Romo. Hinchcliffe is going to be clipping $17 million a year because he's going to crush it on pit road as a pit reporter yep. whenever they get him up to the booth. His What a personality, man. But he's actually possibly not going to be happy to be Tony Romo. He wants to win himself a GDM Indy 500 first, win that, Look, and then go to $17 million a year in the booth. Your paycheck comes in, and it's got seven laughing. figures on it. Bro, settle down. No, All right, uh, he'll join us in the next segment. I knew I knew it was going to run long. More with James Hinchcliffe coming up. Sports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty 
juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. It was a beautiful day. Sun beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving. Follow us on Twitter, at Speed Freaks. You saw plenty of insight from Phoenix Raceway earlier this afternoon. And again, our website, speedfreaks.tv, from the Lucas Oil Studios. Been doing this for 20 years. And I say Lucas Oil Studios. So damn good to name the stadium after them. And Lucas Oil Stadium, the finest synthetic oil on the planet. Go with Lucas Oil. And kind enough to stick around for a second parter, or a two-parter, or okay, stick around for the next segment is, of course, a, a runner-up in Dancing with the Stars. More importantly, one of the greatest personalities in all of IndyCar, James Hinchcliffe, now has a new gig, pit reporter for NBC's IndyCar series. Some Boat people crashes. know him as going through a dog wash in a cage. Ah, true. Man, you, we have been friends a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I knew. I'm like, that guy's a freak just like us. We need to get him on the show. <laughs> James, IndyCar has largely been absent from Phoenix in the last few years. They had a couple of runs there, but with the reconfiguration of the racetrack, what would it take to get IndyCar coming back to Phoenix? Yeah, so the the problem that we that we ran into, I, I think personally in Phoenix, um, is is a common one, especially on the shorter tracks. Is it was just it was so fast, it was such a one lane track for us, you know, and uh, we we run into the same problem a little bit at Gateway and. Um, it's it's hard to create a second lane on those shorter tracks, and so the only real way to get the racing to be entertaining, uh, both from the driver's seat and from uh, from the grandstands, is to have a you know a crazy amount of tire degradation and and really have a big difference between new tires and old tires, and you know force the drivers to kind of take care of their tires and, and all the rest of it, and it's, it just puts Firestone in a, in a very difficult spot. You know, obviously they're an incredible partner. They, they bring us very safe, very reliable tires. Uh, and that's obviously the number one goal trying to, trying to create a tire that does fall off in sort of a dramatic fashion, but doesn't compromise safety on an oval. It's nearly an impossible ask. You know, a lot of it comes down to the, the physical surface on the track, you know, the, the geometry and, and the, you know, potentials for second lanes, things like that. So, 
I'm not saying it's impossible, certainly, but it, it would take a, a fair amount of effort and, uh, you know, and commitment and, and ultimately, I think, budget from Firestone to put together a test program that could really try and come up with a safe tire that is, you know, fast out of the box, but uh, but degrades quite a bit. But James, the follow-up question to that is, can't the wings be adjusted so the driver has more control and put the car in the hands of the driver instead of the technology? The the problem that we've got, you know, when you you think of uh, you think of watching a cup car, you know, getting wheeled around uh, an oval and they're sliding around, and the the problem is is that the the floor of an Indy car is so reliant on the car moving in a straight line, uh, you know, moving forward that we don't have side force. You know, that's that's like a that's like a fairy tale term for us. We wish we had side force in an Indy car. When you know you hear that term in stock cars a lot. So as our cars get harder to drive and a little freer and a little more sideways, uh, the more yaw, the more kind of slip you get in the in the angle of the car, the less effective the floor becomes, and the more downforce you lose. So the the more sideways we get, the more likely you are to spin, yeah. and then almost almost instantly. So just the kind of underlying philosophy and design of a single seater makes that a lot harder um, than it does, you know, in a, in a cup car. So to say, you know, let's, let's try to make it a little harder to drive, put it back in the driver's hands. That means something different, I think for us than it does for them. Wow. See, that's the kind of insight you're going to get from James Hinchcliffe in the pits. That's awesome. And making it easy to compare when, yes, the 800-pound gorilla in the motorsports world is still NASCAR. So, yeah, you make those comparisons, and people are like, oh, duh. Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm excited about. You know, one of my favorite things to do, very genuinely, is educate people about IndyCar racing, you know, because it's uh, the number of times you talk to somebody that has the most rudimentary understanding of our sport, and you give them even just a tidbit more information their face light up They're like, Oh, this is super fascinating. This is an interesting sport. There's more to it than I thought. And you get, you get more passionate fans out of that. And, you know, I've, I've been, <laughs> I've been a big proponent from, you know, my first day behind the wheel of a car of, of trying to educate people and, and grow, grow fan base of this sport. And so uh, if I get a chance to do that a little bit more this year with, uh, with NBC, then yeah, all the, all the good for it. I'm going to, I'm going to look forward to it. Yeah. James, I don't think you need coaching on this, but I will say that just tell me something that I'm, if I'm seeing something, tell me why I'm seeing it and why I don't know it. Just tell me something I don't know when you're in the pits. That's that's what the crazy thing about it. The good and bad thing about our sport is that's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, we, we're such a there's so many intricacies to, to IndyCar racing from every different element, from what the driver's experiencing to what the car is doing to the you know the the setups and the strategy and all the rest of it. There are so many things going on that every viewer at home, whether you're a, you're a seasoned veteran fan or a complete neophyte, there are going to be things you don't know and you can't see from the broadcast that hopefully being sort of the boots on the ground in pit lane, I'll be able to, uh, to open some of those doors and, uh, and show some people you know, what's, what's happening. Well, fortunately, with Roger Penske now at the helm and this new marketing campaign that's come out, A Different Breed, that has started, th- those explanations have started in a, in a way that neophytes can get it. A different breed. Talk about wrestling a bear. No power steering. I mean, it's baby steps. Now you then now as a pit reporter and Paul Tracy in the booth and, and Lee Diffie in the booth, then you guys take that and then add to it on the first broadcast and add to it again on the next broadcast. It's awesome. No, for sure. You know, and I, I give uh, I give IndyCar a lot of credit for what they've done with this new campaign. It's 
it's funny, you know, I've, uh, I've answered a lot of questions from people that ask, like, how could you, how can you do what you do? You're crazy, you know, whatever. And, and my, my joke has always been, you know, it was really highlighted after my accident and getting back into the car and all the rest of it. But my, my line has kind of always been, you know, we're wired differently. Racing drivers are wired differently than, than your average person. Uh, we, we lack that self-preservation gene that a normal person should have and, and normally does have. And so the whole, the whole different breed concept and campaign, it, it's very accurate. Like we are, a, we are a different group. Not saying we're better. Trust me, in a lot of ways we're worse. But uh, there is something about the way we're wired that is just uh, a little bit off. In the past, IndyCar seems to have been a little hesitant to address the dangers in the sport, but this campaign seems to be embracing it a little. Drivers do overcome danger in their everyday racing. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. You know, we uh, we were actually consulted a little bit as, as IndyCar was starting to go down this path, and there were there's always mixed emotions in a room full of drivers when you are sort of highlighting the the danger element of it and you know showing videos of crashes and, and things like that but you know at the end of the day it's an inherent part of our sport and we all sit there and, and act tough when we're asked the question like yeah you know we know the dangers and we accept them blah 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 but then when it comes down to the series you know using that as a way to attract fans attract some interest people get their guard up a little bit and I don't think you can have it both ways. You know, I think we have a dangerous sport. I think we all know it's a dangerous sport. We all accept it's a dangerous sport. So let's show the world that, yeah, it's, it's dangerous. And these are the risks that we're taking. Yeah. The NFL say what you will, they don't highlight in their, in their highlight packages, you know, players slapping each other on the butt and hugging. They highlight the hits. They, they highlight dudes getting crushed. And I'm not saying highlight accidents by IndyCar drivers, but it's just, it's it's part of it, damn it. It's acknowledging. It's acknowledging yeah. the, the danger without you know without trying to call it highlighting. And, and certainly, as I'm sure in the NFL, if there's ever if there's ever an event where there's actually any type of injury, that's not what we're highlighting. We're not right. we're not right. supporting, condoning, or you know trying to brought, draw attention to that. Just like the NFL is not drawing attention to hits that ended up with a concussion, you know. So um, I, I think there's a way to do it properly and, and tastefully and respectfully, but. You know, like you say, that's that's what the people, <laughs> rightly or wrongly, you know, that's what some people tune in for. And uh, you got to give the people what they want, man. And I'll end it with this. Frankly, it is tough for me to watch. And it's a good thing. Tough for me to watch the IndyCar race at Texas Motor Speedway. We're on the edge. I can only imagine the drivers, you guys in the cockpit of those cars, at that speed on that tight of a track, that's that's a race that is just it's difficult for me to watch yeah that's that's one that's that's pretty special you know we uh <laughs> i think we as drivers i i remember my rookie season and this is kind of what what drove it home for me my rookie season you know with newman haas my teammate was oil Serbia, and uh it was race day was saturday night and we were kind of walking up to the uh you know the driver intro stage there and uh you know oriel pulls me aside and he's like at every race you know, I go up to everybody before the race, you know, in the driver intro stage, and, and I say, good luck. And he goes, at Texas, I say, be safe. Because it is. It's a totally different beast from really any other track that we race at. And uh, it's it's hard in your throat. I mean, you go back to that race I had with Graham and TK in, in 2016, those last 10 laps there. 
I mean, I rewatched that thing, and I think I'm nuts, you know, <laughs> watching that clip. But there's something so exciting about it. And if you're with a bunch of racers that you can respect that are professional, there's no reason we all can't leave there just, you know, just fine and in one piece. Uh, but having put on just a hell of a show. So I'm honestly, I'm super excited that that's one of my three races this year. And uh, I can't wait to get back. There you have it, Freak Nation. James Hinchcliffe. Without a doubt, uh, one of one of the best personalities in or outside of a car uh, to join us in the Freak Nation. Is that a surprise to you, dude? Speed Freaks has been around for twenty freaking years. You know what? Like it, when you first said it, I kind of, kind of like caught my call. Really, that that long? And then I realized that. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. So <laughs> it just made me feel old. It didn't make me think you guys were old. It made me feel old. We're all old, damn it. Did it go back, Crasher? Did it go back to the time where James was working his way up through the ladder series? Yeah, ladder series. And you're saying something like, got to keep an eye on this guy. He has a great. It's like when social media just started, there's mayor of Hitchtown. And holy smokes, James. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird (laughs) to think how far we've come (laughs) or not. I don't know. I don't really know if I'm better (laughs) off than I was back then or not. Uh, a great follow on Twitter. More importantly, just a great dude. James Hinchcliffe here in the Freak Nation. James, thanks for doing this, bud. Of course. Always a pleasure, guys. Always entertaining. Thanks for having me on. And no apologies here, but we are hitting that 20-year quite a bit during our 20-year anniversary. And uh, Statman mentioned it in a pre-show meeting we had earlier today about Fox is hitting you know, 20 years of covering NASCAR. But I'm looking at Richie, who 20 years ago... <laughs> Richie, how old? He's just smiling. How old were you? Uh, how old were, were you, Richie? I was nine. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> that makes us nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the classic line. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah, get ready. The, so- the socks I'm wearing right now are older than you. Stop <laughs> asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next. <laughs> I got, I cleaned out my closet today to make room for a couple new jackets, and I had jackets older than that. Come on, nine. (laughs) Well, actually, since we did start Speed Freaks twenty years ago, that Christmas, our very first Christmas in the year two thousand, we got big leather Speed Freaks jackets, and so we can officially say we have jackets older than. Oh, maybe not older than those Suave, are, but those are beautiful. Yeah, those are amazing, amazing jackets. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. I think a few cattle farms shut their ass down after those jackets, man. Here comes the butt. No, those jackets. Step, man. There's a jacket. lot of leather in those jackets. Jeez, man. Thank you, Stanley, for making us those oh, amazing. They're yeah. coats. They're not even jackets. They're coats. Uh, what? A man yeah. who gave us those jackets once ordered a double rasher of bacon for dessert. WTF. And falls asleep before he finishes it. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, the stories. Oh, man. Uh, Crasher. Uh, Statman. 
Kenny Sargent celebrating 20 freaking years of the Freak Nation. It's going to be a hell of a year. We got, uh, I say we got some things planned. We really don't. It's just that they kind of come as, they come. You know what? Our biggest anniversary show was our second year mm-hmm. anniversary when we had a concert and had a bunch of fans yeah. come out to Dave and Buster's near Fontana, California. We haven't we done anything a, that big since. We had since. a driver fly in for it. Are Boris you said. Statman, we had Boris said, we had Ivan Iron Man Stewart oh join gosh. us, and we had two members of Great White join us on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. And that was just a, a short while before. Wow. That was wow. Before the, the fire that, that unfortunately took them. Yeah. Way to bring it down, Crash. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying Appreciate it's it. just bizarre some yeah. of the situations we've been in. We need to have another concert, though. This is 20 years, Kenny. We need to figure something out. And do something this summer. Listen, man, you guys are grown ass adults. Figure it out. Statman, get freaking Ohio Ohio players or something together. Hold on, St. Louis get, is courting we can us. Get Zebra, right now. he plays the banjo. Maybe we Zebra. <laughs> that would be fitting. An old bald Jewish man playing a our former TV producer, ukulele. Still good friends of ours. Yeah, yeah. Bring him. Bring it. Oh my gosh. That that's a whole chapter in the book mm. right there, isn't it? Yep. I just remember him screaming, We're in Golden downtown Golden, Colorado before the NHRA Mopar Mile High Nationals and the boom camera that we had for our speech <laughs> oh, yeah. show was backing up and he's like, No, you're gonna hit the stoplight. <laughs> No, and they hit the stage. No, they hit the stage well, they hit with the it. the stage, not the stoplight. Yeah, because we're and downtown. And then 30 minutes later, he went inside the little hauler and threw everything off and says, let's go, guys. Let's go. Let's fight. Right now. Let's go. Uh, yeah, he called out the whole crew. And they yeah. all looked at him like, who is this guy? And he let's could have, have taken them all out one at a time or all at once. Uh, big second hour for you, Freak Nation. Daniel Suarez here in the Freak Nation. And running on him, General Tires, Chandler Smith. Arca Series winner from Phoenix Raceway. All coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. It's uh, it's amazing what goes down behind the scenes, whether it's text threads or text threads or just in the studio. But, uh, damn it, that's what happens when you spend 20 freaking years together, man. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, the website SpeedFreaks.tv. Another big second hour for you, Freak Nation. Daniel Suarez, the only Mexican born and bred and raised and so forth and so on. NASCAR Cup driver in the series right now. Uh, he'll be joining us this hour. Plenty to say about NASCAR and come to find out, Crasher, a big Kobe Bryant fan. Kobe Bryant. Yes, yeah. yes. You said Kobe, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, what did he buy? Yeah, okay. okay. Right. Kobe uh-huh. Bryant, yes. It, it was great what he did last weekend in California Speedway. Well, I, I think the auction of the gloves and the shoes that he wore at the Fontana race last weekend, the auction ended this weekend and I think he raised more than $5,000, which is Holy amazing because that money goes to Vanessa's Mamba Fund for the families. And it's just, it's all all nothing but good. It's badass. So, yeah, Daniel Suarez will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. 
and Chandler Smith as well. And quickly, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about this right now, and I want to pick it up later too. The it's confirmed that the Bahrain mm-hmm. F one race will be run, but no one will be in the stands at all throughout the no, entire not, weekend. N- not one fan. Not one fan. Will nope. there be a TV crew there? Do we know that? Yes, Your guess be, is they're allowing on. media, there you go. which I assume includes the broadcasters, but they're not allowing fans, and they're re- they've already started returning the money for the tickets. Oh, that's interesting. So if they're not allowing fans, to be perfectly honest, that also means sponsor representatives. There will be nobody except media and team personnel. Well, I, the sponsor representatives, depending on how deep that goes, but I would assume that anybody with a season long hard card hard cards, can yeah. come to the can come to the uh, to race. But people that are just buying tickets, no. Holy smokes! Yeah, and that, this, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's ramping up, meaning. There's events that are in June and July that have canceled. And Suave and I were talking about this earlier. What's going to happen with the Olympics? You know, how how's that? Are they going to? Are athletes going to show? And no one's going. To, that's such a, a humongously organized event from all aspects, from TV production to again working your way into an athlete. To be, <laughs> that is. Well, before we get to the Olympics, I hope it doesn't get to this, but will we come to a point in this country where there's a NASCAR weekend that will not have any spectators? Will it get as bad as the Indy 500 at the end of May and they will have to say, got to pull the plug? I mean, that's just weirdness. The Bahrain Grand Prix being one thing, being overseas, where arguably the coronavirus is spreading maybe a little bit more rapidly than it is in the United States. But what if it does become that severe here in the United States? I mean, it's right now people still want to poo-poo it, including myself. I'm raising my hand. I still am trying to wrap my head around this being worse than the flu. But it's just, wow, anything is possible at this point. We can't discount the fact that anything can still possibly happen. There On Sunday, CBS Sunday morning, the best news show on television. Yeah, I like that show. This morning, they ran a piece on the Spanish flu from 1918, and they talked about this is the influenza. This is the flu yep. now. Mm-hmm. Killed 50 million to 100 million people worldwide. Yep. 14,000 alone in the city of Philadelphia after they did a uh, parade that people warned them against, but they ran the parade anyway. The infection took off. So this is serious business. This is not just a cold people are talking about. This potentially could be very big. Now, the one good news is that we're a lot healthier and the health services are a lot yes. better than they were then. But that's still the danger that's out there. Yeah, I read an article on that earlier this week. That was shocking to see that that many hundreds, 50 to 100 million, they can't, they were not able to keep track because of how it spread with, what, World War I? It, it's just It's just incredible what that did. But yes, we will resume with our affiliates coming up. 
Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Back with a number of fillets here on the Freak Nation. Freak Radio Network. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Crash Gladys, Statman coming up this hour. Daniel Suarez, big-time cup pilot, drive the number 96 cup car. The only Mexican born and bred, born and raised Mexican cup driver. He's got great stories to tell. Also, Chandler Smith will be joining us. ARCA Series winner Friday night at Phoenix Raceway. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. Get your tire for that righteous ride at GeneralTire.com. Your favorite tire dealer. Big old tire, tire pro. Discount tire, they got them. You get them. Friends of the Freak Nation, for 20 years, General Tire. Crashman? NASCAR just wrapped up their trip west, essentially Supercross territory, and Supercross raced their 50th Daytona race, yes, in NASCAR country. Going into this weekend, the 450 class in Supercross was tied in points between Ken Roxon and Eli Tomac. Roxon had the advantage out of the starting gates, but Tomac rode around riders after that halfway point, I believe, I believe as if they were standing still. Eli Tomac went on to net the win. He now sits atop the Supercross points by three little digits. Garrett Marchbanks, the winner in the 250s. NASCAR racing in Phoenix, and it was an upgrade with this racing package versus what you all saw in the past November race. Yes, this should translate to the championship weekend. Give me more of what we saw today, maybe a little less caution but more of the side-by-side, more of the raciness that we had on track. In the ARCA Series on Friday, Chandler Smith was your winner. He'll be coming up this hour. In the Xfinity Series Saturday, Brandon Jones taking the win, leading the last 20 laps. And in the Cup Series today, it was Joey Logano, the first repeat winner of the year. The NHRA may have been un- or inactive, I should say, this weekend, but the Pro Stock World specifically was active. Pro Stocks and Pro Mods, actually. And get this. The inaugural Drag Illustrated World Door Slammer Nationals. Going off in Orlando. It went off in Orlando. Jake Coughlin with the incredible win. Sweeping everything. $75,000 to him and him alone. Largest purse ever for Pro Stock. We just talked about the coronavirus. And yes, F1 drivers are on their way to Australia as we speak. Masks in hand. Round one in Oz is going to go off without a hitch. But round two... Bahrain, which is the very next week. They've already said no spectators because of the coronavirus the entire weekend. No spectators, no fans present for practice, none for qualifying, none for the race. Yeah, we'll get into more of that later on this hour. Daniel Suarez, big-time cup pilot, next. Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. The summer, it's quickly approaching, and General Tire wants to put some money back in your pockets. Because now, through April 30th, with the purchase of four new qualifying General Tire passenger tires, you'll receive up to a $70 Visa prepaid gift card. Choose from the summer ultra-high-performance G-Max RS, the all-season ultra-high-performance G-Max AS05, and the all-season touring Altimax RT43 lines. So prepare to prove that anywhere is possible this summer with General Tire. For more information, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, driving speed freaks for 20 years. 
Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Follow us on Twitter, right? At Speed Freaks on Twitter. Suarez has been in the Freak Nation once or twice before. He may not remember that, but when we get into the questions, uh, you'll go, yep, that's right. It's Kenny and Crash. But uh, Daniel Suarez, big-time cup pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation. When I say Chicharito, you say what? Soccer. That's all you say with one of the greatest Mexican players in the history of mankind? Yeah, he's a, he's a good one. Eh? Now, now he's in the U.S., in American territory, so... It's good. Actually, we were just not too long ago in um, in LA supporting uh, some some uh, you know uh, the some some soccer and uh, it was a lot of fun. I didn't realize this until, of course, unfortunately, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant. That you're a huge Kobe Bryant fan, fan or is it Lakers fan then Kobe Bryant? No, uh, it's actually Kobe Bryant and then Lakers. Uh, actually, last night I was in a basketball game and and it was fun. It was good, but I'm not a basketball you know huge fan but i was a big fan of kobe bryant no actually more even i started following following him more for everything that he was doing outside of the basketball than in basketball not really you know everything started to come from there look at what's happened with kobe bryant and the love that many millions of people have shown or helping raising money and you help raise money where your shoes and other things other items for the foundation was that you're on your own accord that i got to do something for kobe and his family yeah, it was. It's kind of crazy how how 
quickly we were able to put all this together. Um, I'm very lucky and very fortunate to have great people around me to, to help me actually to put it together. But I was having dinner with a friend of mine in Daytona, uh, just in the first race of the season. And, uh, and I, I was talking to him, you know, how big of an impact, uh, Kobe Bryant had with the Hispanic community. And, uh, and, and, and for me, something that was extremely impressive is that for Kobe Bryant, to support Kobe Bryant, it didn't matter the color, it didn't matter the language. You know, it was one community. Uh, I mean, if you, if you went to the to the stadium when after a few days after he passed, I mean, you, you saw African-Americans, Americans, Mexicans, mm -hmm. all different colors. So that, that was impressive. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I, I just had a lot of respect for him for many different reasons, but that's one of them. And I was talking with a friend of mine that I really, I wish I can do something, but I didn't know exactly what. And... Then we start talking about the fire suit, we start talking about the helmet, but we didn't have time to do that. And and uh, then we start talking about shoes and gloves, but uh, it was going to be very tight also because all my stuff is, came from from Italy, comes from Italy. And and, uh, and then a good friend of mine, um, you know, that is uh, is an artist for for shoes painting. He said, "Hey man, I will help you out." And we start putting everything together, and it turned out honestly even cooler than to have something just cheap and, and produced from from italy so it, it, it was uh it turned out it turned out very very cool you talk about having good people around you daniel suarez by the way daniel suarez in the freak nation the first latino mexican champion ever and good people around you is so key not only with the team not only with your pr with your marketing with your sponsors but can you explain daniel's amigos you just talked about no color barrier no race barrier whatsoever that's Daniel's amigos, and you've brought that to NASCAR. Yeah, and it's, it's the same. You know, I feel like, in a way, I have a responsibility. Uh, you know, being the only Mexican driver, and and uh, and really the only really the only driver that actually can connect with all this community. Um, you know, speaking the language. So um, I feel like I need. I really wanted to do something. I have mentioned this several times, but when I moved here in in 2011, I had one goal, and the goal was to win races and championships. I didn't care about anything else. Um, and, you know, as I started to grow and, and to learn more about the sport, and obviously I have been lucky enough to win race and championships. And, and, uh, obviously that's still my goal, but, uh, but I, I really wanted to do something else. And, uh, and I feel like, you know, when I came here, I didn't have anyone to give me an advice, to give me a hand or, or, or anything. And, uh, and, you know, I've been wanting to be that guy for many people from, not just from Mexico, but from Latin America. You know, I've been talking with people from, Colombia, Brazil, uh, Mexico, obviously, and, uh, and and different different places that they want to, they would love to do something in the United States. So, you know, I I really wanted to 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 build something for for the future generations and 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 to to put something together for for the for the you know Latino fans to come to a racetrack. So that's how Daniel's Amigos was born uh, exactly one year ago. Um, just bringing actually a few hundred people in California race. I used to give them a unique experience, a, a Q and A with myself, a, a good party, just like Mexicans are good at it. And, uh, and then we did it in Chicago, and then we did it in Las Vegas, we did it in Texas, and we started with a few hundred, and we ended up with five thousand. So uh, it was it was pretty cool. Actually, we're having Daniel's amigos again in a couple of weeks in Miami. So um, just very excited about many things that are coming up for us, and uh, just just excited to to give a little bit back and trying to build a community for for Latinos. If you had no one to lean on when you came to NASCAR, why come to NASCAR? I get maybe coming to the United States to expand your racing horizons, but you were a kart racer. You were kind of going down that path of open wheel. Why NASCAR? Because when everyone goes right, I go left. 
Um, when, uh, yes, you know, that's, that's, you know, I had, a, when I was 17, I remember sitting with some sponsors, some people that knew a lot about the sport and they wanted me to go to England to race, uh, open wheel. And, uh, and in the past, actually I had uh, experience in racing in, in, in Spain and Italy and I think it was very cool. Uh, but there were already some Mexican drivers in, in, in Formula One and in Europe and, uh, and I was going to be one more, you know, it was going to be cool, but I was going to be one more. And then, uh, you know, a good friend of mine told me, hey, NASCAR is very good. Nobody has really made it. I mean, there have been some Mexican drivers going there, but they don't last more than three months, and they come back. Uh, nobody has really made it to the top and stay there. And I said, okay, I want to be the first one. And here, here we are. All right. And now, speaking of open wheel, you're also dating Julia Piquet, Ohio, daughter of Nelson Piquet, Formula One champion. So let's talk a little Portuguese versus Spanish. Who Do you have better Portuguese, or does she have better Spanish? She's way more smart than me. I just can't drive. That's the only good thing I have. That's the smartest thing you've said in the last five, ten minutes, that uh, she's smarter than you. I hope she hears that, though. <laughs> oh, we can. We'll tweet it out. Don't worry. Hey, Julia. Well, one of the things you mentioned about was bringing over the, the Mexican flavor into a highly, highly deep-rooted southern sport. And I think some of the barriers that you cracked in the Xfinity Series champion, uh, you, you we're winning races, which is a big damn deal. What are the barriers that are keeping, other than logistics, that are keeping NASCAR and the Cup Series going down to Mexico, running some of those legendous road courses in Mexico City? I think eventually it's going to happen. You know, we live in a country, we, uh, we live in the best country in the world. And, and the reason why it's the best country in the world is because, actually, what we're just talking about, Kobe Bryant, there is not language, there is not color, there is everything. Like, if you go to, you go to Miami, you're going to see a, Thousands of Cubans. You go to California, you're going to see thousands of Mexicans. Well, Mexicans are everywhere, but, uh, you know, you, you're going to see, like, all different kind of people in this country. And and, uh, and and it's a country that has been built and so strong, you know, together with so many different uh, uh, kinds of people. Uh, and, uh, and I feel just very proud to be one of them. And I feel that there is so much opportunity. You know, we have an amazing country above us above us and, and, and another one below us that is Canada and Mexico that it just is for me in my opinion it's a no brainer just to do something in these two countries because we are so close and, and, and we have so much support uh in each of them. I mean we have NASCAR Canada uh series, we have NASCAR Mexico series so so we have a lot of fans in these places and uh and NASCAR slowly has to become more global so i think i think that that is going to be something that i mean i'm nobody to be saying this but i think that there's something that eventually is going to happen the nba does it major league baseball does it uh and the nfl does it uh major league soccer tiny with la liga it's just it's coming it just it needs to happen sooner than later because of what you're talking about there's blurred lines now it has to happen and you know i was actually in december uh in mexico city in a nba game with the, with the sons actually and um and uh you know it's amazing to see all the support from from the mexican uh community and uh, and how much actually they love the the sport um and you know i know that uh that mexicans they love racing they love cars so the baja 1000 there's mexicans two two inches away from cars going 150 miles an hour on the damn beach yeah that's crazy man you don't deal with those guys so <laughs> Yeah, I think I think eventually it's gonna happen. I feel like it's it's something that is just a matter of time, uh, and it, I think it will be very good. You know, I, I don't think really we we haven't had a a, a Mexican driver full time in the Cup Series for forever. 
and, and I've been here already for a few years, and, and I think it's a perfect opportunity to, to hit everything because obviously, I mean, it's not because it's, it's me, but if you if we want to go to Canada in the Cup Series, it will have a bigger impact if we have a Canadian driver, you know, racing in the Cup Series, and the same thing with Mexico. So I feel like we have everything to actually make something good happen, and hopefully one day we can do it. Would you ever hang with your, your Toyota brethren like Denny Hamlin to learn to play basketball more so that you could be a better stick and ball guy? I'm just saying because Brad Keselowski sucks. Yeah, I know. Uh, but no, you know, I have. I have played. Denny and I, we, we are, we're good friends. But uh, I remember the last time I played, I, I messed up my, my ankle. So so that's uh, that wasn't good. I'm better with soccer. I like to play soccer. His name is Daniel Suarez joining us here in the Freak Nation. And it just it's a kick in the nuts for me why there aren't – Mexican sponsors tied in with you everywhere you go. Adrian Fernandez, Tecate, Erdez. Why aren't they on board with you, bro? You're not a scrub driver. You can win freaking races. Yeah, it's a, it's a process. I think part of that is just is, is, is a process to try to, to, to get here and, 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 and to, to be in different different uh, markets. Uh, but uh, we're working hard. You know, I'm very fortunate to have great people around me. Uh, you know, Toyota, uh, Coca-Cola, uh, Comscop, great sponsors that they've been with me actually for, for, for many years now. And uh, and I feel like we, we have a great group of people, but it's always good to, to have all, also support from, from the Hispanic uh, companies for sure. All right, here you go. I played a lot of soccer in Texas, and we played a lot of teams from Mexico, Monterrey specifically. So I learned a lot of, lot of, lot of cuss words. They're beautiful. But one didn't transfer quite easily for me and i've been using cabron with my six-year-old daughter until i finally looked it up and I found out it's dumbass uh, but it's not truth. what it's what not truth. what is what is cabron cabron is is not dumbass you know that's the crazy that's the beauty of the spanish that depends where you are if you're in mexico mm-hmm. cabron I, I i can say cabron to my dad and he's fine uh all day and uh but depends where you are like if you go to colombia it means something different if you go to Puerto Rico, it means something strong. Like depends where you are. It's, it's just, it's just like, you know, it just depends where you are. Is what is what it means. But yeah, don't don't believe what uh, Google says sometimes. <laughs> so it wasn't wrong with me. So when I'm talking to my my daughter. I say, Gracias, cabrón. Well, first of all, when 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 you say cabrón, you are you are talking to a guy. Uh-huh. When you say when you're talking to a girl, you say cabrona. <laughs> <laughs> So things like Evato, uh, Ese, I mean, those are the things that I learned playing Mexican soccer teams so many years. Yeah, man, dude, <laughs> those guys are uh, those guys are a little crazy, but it's it's always fun. Um, you know, I think that uh, you know, I have a lot of friends here in the garage that they 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 have no clue about the uh, about the Spanish, but <laughs> well, they know how to cuss. <laughs> Daniel Suarez, Xfinity Series champion, of course, big time Cup pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation, dude. Thanks for doing this, man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. You know, Statman, I was having flashbacks during the interview of the time that we spent in Cabo San Lucas for whatever trip that we were down there. That was five oh, years. That was oh, a good trip for me. Yeah. Oh, that's Do right. We oh, what? Just because you're in another country and you lost your ID? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't lose it. It was take. It was oh, lost gosh. for me. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh. Was it in a taxi? No, it was at a restaurant. Uh, no, it was oh, at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> yeah, not cool. Stat man. Hey, dude, you know. <laughs> just think about it, man. 
you're in another country. And bam, up, I have no ID. Yeah, How right. are you going to get home? Exactly. Yeah. Not enough tequila in the world to take the fear out of me if something like that happens. Golly. Water was cold. We'll say that. Was, it, was that the, that was the summer, right? Yeah, yeah the mojito, the mojitos were great too. Yeah, <laughs> until until <laughs> <laughs> you're mojitoed. Yeah, until I got mojitoed. Yeah, right. Hey, what is Adrian Fernandez doing now? Any idea, Crash? That is a good question. I need to find out. I think he's a team owner, isn't he? In uh, and sports car racing still sounds vaguely it, like partial. Yeah, I, I will not confirm nor deny. Right. <laughs> I, I don't get it, man. I don't get why. Listen, you, it's why there's not a big time Mexican sponsor for, and how he wasn't able to get it when he was with Stuart Haas. I don't get that. I really don't understand. Hey, that. sponsors. Yeah. There's no intelligent. There's not nothing that says that money makes you intelligent. They didn't sponsor Erica Enders in right. her championship right. seasons. So right. you know what? Are, what are sponsors? Except people who love us, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> had a I had a great conversation, and the only reason it was great because one of the questions that this potential sponsor asked us or asked about us. She said, she said, what is your female listenership? It was awesome to have someone actually ask that mm-hmm. in the realization that sports and motorsports is attractive to females. It's not just if many women watch football, watch baseball, watch soccer, watch NASCAR, watch IndyCar. It was a, and we had a five minute conversation about the importance of of attracting a female base to their product through sports. It's awesome. They found out in NASCAR that 47% of the audience at one time was female. Uh, Not just the fans, but the women who were with the guys watching. And, you know, that's how they became fans. So there's a huge amount of uh, female fandom in motorsports. Yeah, that's true. Coming up in a moment, your stat man scat. And I want to hit on something about Kyle Bush and a six year old fan. It's coming up, Freak Nation. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Here's some women on International Women's Day who became champions in a game that's suffered under the control of men for decades. My list starts at Shirley Muldowney, who won three top fuel titles in 1977, 80, and 82, when some tracks wouldn't even allow women in their paddocks to watch her race. Erica Enders Stevens won pro stock titles in 2014 and 15 when sponsors refused to be a part of her team. She stayed home at times for lack of funds, but won championships anyway. Christina Nielsen won GT championships in IMSA in 16 and 17, and she's not even 30 yet. For that matter, teenager Holly Deegan might win a stock car title before she's 20. These are women who face down insanity on and off the track. They won titles, if not respect, on their way to the top. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. 
Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Coming up, Chandler Smith running on those gentle tires. ARCA Series winner, Friday night, Phoenix Raceway. Yeah, the ARCA Series Friday night, Saturday afternoon, the Xfinity Series, then, of course, Cup Race on Sunday. Eight wins in 21 races. (laughs) That's almost 400%. Eight wins, and he's 17! You mean 40%. Well, four, excuse me. It's almost a four a, a four hundred point four hundred. Right. right. 
I was had baseball. Sorry. Right. I'm like, um. Yeah, hey, man, guy. Be uh, winning more than 100%. He's, he's winning right now in his sleep. Right. That would be winning races that don't even exist. So our daughter requested her first Kyle Busch shirt today. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And she's six years old, and I haven't been to down into that area of a track in a long time. And boy, has that shrunk, where the haulers now have five drivers that you can buy paraphernalia from the team in one hauler. Instead of one hauler per driver yeah. with lines around the corner. There, I mean, we walked right up to Yeah, it. you're right. I don't think, this is sad to say. But I don't think I've ever bought merchandise off of a driver's trailer in sports cars, IndyCar, right. NASCAR, Supercross, anything. I, I just I bought everything that I've that I own online or fortunately given some as gifts. But I don't think I've ever walked up to a hauler to buy something. And I, today was the first experience. Kyle Busch has his own trailer, and I just thought about this. You know, Kyle Busch rubs a lot of adults wrong. Wrong. Really? But yeah. <laughs> Her allegiance to M&M's, what an investment. Short of Kyle Busch taking a hatchet to somebody, (laughs) this guy's made made M&M's millions of dollars. Had to have, yeah. If if he was a backmarker, not so much, but winning races, my daughter doesn't ask for Mr. Goodbar or Hershey's or Reese's. It's M&M's. It's always M&M's. And... It's Kurt. It's, it's Kyle Bush. Largely because of Kyle. Yeah. Skittles. <laughs> Today, so the one of those last two restarts, there were so many. No, I think it was the second to last one because it was not the green white checkered restart. She was on the couch, both legs curled backwards. She's got her both her head in both hands. She goes, "Oh my gosh, this is so much of everything." I hope Kyle can do this. Oh and I'm like, God. "You are a drama queen, girl." Yeah. Uh. I don't know where she gets that from. No, I don't either. No. Yeah, no idea. No. <laughs> don't, are, is she going to cheer for uh, University of Indiana? Excuse me, it's Indiana University, and is yes, she, she does. Che- she does. She does cheer for yes, yeah, she does cheer for IU um, on the infrequent occasion that it is on our TVs because <laughs> they've been sucking hind boob this year yet again. She's yeah, she's a Longhorns fan and a Hoosiers fan. She's. Diehard Cardinals, though, even though I am Broncos and Pops, of course, is Cowboys, she's diehard Cardinals. So, in herself. other words, it's going to be a long time for her to see what it feels like to be winning. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I ought to pull her aside and give her some pointers. <laughs> yeah, talk to Statman about the Browns. Uh, his name is Chandler Smith, Freak Nation, big time winner with the Arca Series Friday night at Pink's Raceway. He joins us next. Sports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. 
Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico. Saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey. You want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. You follow us on Twitter, right? At Speed Freaks, Instagram, and, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Saw this dude with a big win Friday night on those General Tires, Phoenix Raceway. A uh, overtime win, Chandler Smith in the ARCA series for Venturini Motorsports. And, frankly, looking at your race Friday night and that win, you didn't have the fastest damn car, but you put that car in places that needed to win. And that's what you got. Do you feel the same way, Chandler? Yeah, for sure. I felt like there was overall, I, I feel like Friday night was a great night for us for learning, for venturing in motorsports as a team, taking gambles and uh, kind of learning the sacrifices that we needed to take when it comes down to a time like that and that situation. Obviously, it paid off for our JBL number 2020 to Camry. But uh, overall, that night was uh, up and down. We, Like you said, it wasn't the fastest race car. It was an L-handling car just kind of took what it would give it, 
And uh, we, Billy put me in a spot to win the race at the very end. He had confidence if he uh, gave me track position, we'd be really hard to beat. And obviously, uh, we were pretty hard to beat there at the very end. But uh, after all that was all said and done, there was a bunch of drama about too many caution laps and all of this, that, and other. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we ended up in victory lane, so. Drama about too many caution laps. Oh, I wonder if anybody saw the cup race today. I mean, it happens in all racing series. That's the bottom line. And you guys it's racing. <laughs> exactly. You guys racing on a Friday night, you are, are arguably dealing with track conditions changing more frequently than any other series. So you talk about learning. That had to have been a big learning curve going from daytime to nighttime. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the, one of the biggest reasons why our car wasn't where it needed to be as far as ill on all day and all night was because of the driver. When we came there for the truck race, we ended practice pretty loose, honestly. and uh, But we were really fast loose. So when we got to qualifying the race time, it, the balance completely changed because of the Xfinity practice and cup practice the same day. So when we went back for the ARCA race, I fell back and pulled all my notes from Phoenix in the truck race and applied them to the ARCA car and... Uh, it didn't quite translate over, which it, it was a big learning curve for me, obviously. I'm glad the team trusted in me and uh, took the gamble of all the adjustments I wanted done to the race car. It helped me lo- learn a lot as a driver, but obviously it didn't pay off in the race. But at the end of the day, we still ended up winning. Yeah, it doesn't matter what actually happens in the race as long as you end out first across that stripe. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. if you ain't first, you're last, right? So what else? Yeah, how else right. did you develop in this race Friday night? Say that again? How else did you develop in this race Friday night? I guess personally. Yeah, I mean, the car, like I said, was really ill. We we just didn't have a very balanced race car. It was really on the loose side the whole night. It just fought tight and that fight loose. It was, if it wasn't one, it was the other. So, uh I was one of the first cars that moved up into the PJ1 on both sides of the racetrack early on in the race. And once I moved up there, I went for being a third-place car, which Gibbs was already straight away ahead at that time. But I went for being a third-place car to running quicker lap times in the field by 10th. So, I mean, it was it was a good experience part on me. I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. And I learned a tremendous amount just that one night. Chandler Smith, the ARCA winner from Phoenix on Friday night. Chandler, drivers always tell us that they never feel pressure, but I know it must be important to race in front of uh, the cup team eyes versus racing in Nashville or any of the other places that the ARCA series goes to. Yeah, I mean... I kind of agree with every other driver. There's no real pressure added. The only thing that I, I believe pressure is something put upon yourself that you put stress upon yourself. Uh, so for me, it's just I'm going out there doing my normal deal. If I do good, hey, looks good on me in front of everybody else. If I do bad, just got to get my crap together for next week and get it back going. Is that really possible, though, Chandler? I mean, come on. You're under that helmet, and you're running in – uh, seventh place with a tenth place car, and you had no chance of getting to the front of the line and attracting some attention. You've got to feel a little bit of frustration, maybe not pressure, but frustration. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we weren't a seventh place car at all. We were at least top five car, and uh, I felt like if we took the gamble, we were going to be good there at the very end. We took the gamble of just taking two tires, and we ended up in front of everybody else and getting to the lead. And I knew once we had that, we'd end up having the race in the bag. So, 
Chandler Smith, your winner from Phoenix, Phoenix Raceway, joining us here in the Freak Nation, the ARCA Series on Friday night with an overtime win, taking on Michael Self and Ty Gibbs with that overtime win. You've got a hell of a winning record. There are baseball players, professional baseball players, that love to have your average of winning. I, I believe you've run, what, 21 or 22 races, and you've won eight races in the ARCA Series. Is that right? That is correct. I'm pretty proud of my statistics. I'm trying to keep that up a little bit. <laughs> Bro, that's that's close close to 400 ball. That's nuts. Yeah, that's. I'm really proud of that. Definitely something that's going to go down as a huge accomplishment in my life. Okay, well then let's go back to Statman's question just a little bit ago because I think it was more of a hypothetical. Let's say you are mid-pack in a race when you know, damn it, you know your car is, is better than what it's giving you on the track. Explain that kind of frustration, especially when in the back of your mind you want to keep those statistics up. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you just you got to sit back and kind of think outside the box a little bit and just you win you win big ones and you're going to lose big ones. And when you do it, you're all losing as a team. And then when you win, you're going to be winning as a team. So it's all it's all it's a team sport. So if if I'm off one night and we ended up losing a race because of me, Everybody goes down and won, but if we uh, end up, uh, everybody does their job that night, we all win together, and we're all going back happy and celebrating. So, I mean, it's just a team sport. Everything adds up from the guys that don't even show up at the racetrack, that just work at the shop, to uh, everybody that's hitting the lug nuts on the race car. Chandler Smith, you are, what, 17 years old? You'll be 18 later on this year. There are cup drivers that don't talk the way that you're talking right now. You get it. You get the full package. And, and like you said, you win as a team. Oh, I appreciate that. Well, it's, where does this come from? Uh, your answer would be better than mine. I, don't, I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. I've been around this sport for a long time now, and I've just seen a lot of things. I've seen a lot of people that uh, succeeded in this sport. And I've seen a lot of people that went down the other path. So we're just one of those things where you just sit back and you stay quiet and just kind of watch around you and you just learn from that and take it for a granted call. Winning on those general tires at Phoenix Raceway Friday night in the ARCA Series. Chandler Smith joining us here in the Freak Nation. Is it true that uh, Toyota has anointed you as the second coming? <laughs> he sure talks like it. I love it. Uh, that would be a question for them, not for me. <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's not... Uh, it's not a secret out there that Toyota has their eye on you because of the damage you could do behind of a car and bring bring home some wins for the big T. Yeah, I mean, Toyota's a, a big key in my racing. If it wasn't for them guys, I wouldn't be where I'm at anymore. So uh, Venturini Motorsports, uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports, who I race for in the Gander RV Truck Series, um, they're all Toyota manufactured teams. So it's all, like, like I just said a second ago, it's all a team sport. Uh, Toyota is definitely by far the best manufacturer in auto racing right now, and they're going to stay that way for a very long time. They just they are really involved in their sport. They know what it takes to win races and championships, and that's what helps us drivers get victory lane. Chandler Smith, the young guys that are watching on the sidelines, watching some of these old fellows in cars and just sticking around and sticking around, what is it going to take for you to get your chance to be in the majors and uh, start your career uh, at the front of the line? Yeah, it's just going to take a lot of hard work from me, sponsorship mainly, and uh, just making sure I stay on top of my game, keep winning races when I am able to run a full-time uh, season, winning championships, just all of that comes together. I mean, it's it's not as easy as just getting behind the wheel and going to win races. There's a lot more behind-the-scenes stuff that you got to do to succeed in this sport as well that not many people see, but that's just a whole different – it's just 
this sport is very different from many other sports, and that's why I love this sport so much. It ain't only because of the speed and the strategy that's in it and all that good stuff. It's everything else that you got to do to succeed in this sport. It's not something that you just practice one thing. That's why I love it so much. But uh, it, it just takes all that from working together and the good Lord above looking down on you and helping you with it, and you're going to make it to the big time. Freak Nation, his name is Chandler Smith. 17 years old, Friday night, ARCA Series, uh, Phoenix Raceway, running on those general tires, a big win for him for Venturini Motorsports. Dude, thanks for doing this, man. Look forward to more. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on the show. All right, buddy. See ya. Not, not much, much motorsports. Motor not much motorsports. Helio oh, or Helio. No. Not, 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 not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. We got to let the girls know what they got to do for us. It's only got to be a drag, man. A man can't do nothing no more. <laughs> it's really a drag. You got to do something. Statman, did you ever see James Brown live? I don't think so. I I don't remember if I did or not. I don't think so. I think you'd remember if you did. <laughs> right? I remember showing my daughter uh, a James Brown video with uh, Michael Jackson coming up. And her watch her jaw drop when uh, she saw Michael Jackson's moves coming out of James Brown. I said, no, honey, it's the other way around. <laughs> I remember where I was sitting when I saw B.B. King on stage at a small little bar in in Dallas. And it's that's not a regret. A regret. James Brown's a regret that I didn't see. Uh, Zeppelin. I couldn't go to Zeppelin. Mom and Dad wouldn't let me go because there were riots for the tickets. They were afraid I was going to get hurt. <laughs> oh, wow. And there was another one. Who's another blues? But you've seen Zeppelin a gazillion times. No, I've never seen Zeppelin. Ne- no. What? what do you think? Who do you think? No. They, when John Bonham was killed, crashed. Right. They stopped. Okay, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I immediately went to ZZ Top. I, wrong Z. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yep. Wrong one. Very wrong. Hey, we appeared with with uh, half a ZZ or a third right ZZ at the SEMA time. show. Right, yeah. it's true. Which Statman? Do you have Netflix? Oh, sure. Yeah. Watch the new. Well, it's not new, but it's I believe it was newly added to Netflix. The new ZZ Top documentary. You'll appreciate it. Oh, okay, cool. Are we in it? No, because your head's still in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. After 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 sharing the stage with him and sharing the lyrics with him, oh yeah, it'll be a while before my head gets out of that song. I'm not going to say I'm in Mississippi, but right, hey, you know. A grandfather in Canada says he was outraged after finding out the prize that his eight-year-old grandson had won in a youth hockey tournament was two hundred dollars worth of. Marijuana products. Uh, he said his grandson, who plays in the youth hockey league, entered the team's raffle to win a prize. <laughs> Each team is usually responsible for putting a gift basket of prize together. 
with a minimum value of 50 bucks. And then they had a big setup with a paper bag taped in front of them. These prizes. The prize is supposed to be geared towards children. The boy had put his tickets in the particular bag. His family was later notified that he had won a big prize. $200 worth of pot. Those are two great posts right there. Yeah, right. Can I get some help? There's a picture with uh, the child's father showing him posing with various cannabis paraphernalia. Paraphernalia? It wasn't like CBD. It was the real deal? Yeah. Edibles, a lighter, a smoking apparatus, which is probably a bong. (laughs) My grandson thought thought he won a great prize, the grandfather says. Dad, I won chocolate. No, son. There's bad drugs in this chocolate. How do you explain that to a kid, he said. That's another one. You're doing great. Let's just, let's just get the post out for the rest of the show. Oh, 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 man. Which, by the way, the grandson is, is a grandpappy. He was a uh, policeman for uh, 32 years. <laughs> How many minutes do we have before the show closes? Uh, we've got a minute and a half. All right. I have to read you this post. Statman, you're going to freak. Just saw this on Instagram. Her name is Robin Gordon. And since you're speaking of grandfathers and grandsons, I, this is back to being motorsports, so it doesn't really fit with not much motorsports. But you got to hear this because I did not read any of this during News and Notes, and this is a great story. 44 years ago... My dad won his first race and his first Mint 400. Talking about Bobby Gordon. The first of many victories. Yesterday, Mad Max Gordon carried on the family tradition by winning his first Mint 400 at 11 years old. Yep, Max Gordon. That is Robbie Gordon's son. He's learned from the best. Not much has changed in 44 years when Baja Bob convinced his family and friends to chase him around the California, Arizona, Nevada, and Mexican deserts. But the same family and friends, plus some new ones, are now chasing Max. It takes a team to bring home the victories. How about that? Eleven. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So he was negative nine when we started the show. (laughs) (laughs) If we get back to that, yeah. Twenty years of freak. So when we were in Barcelona with Robbie Gordon in Mm two thousand four for New Year's, yep, Max was not existent yet. And now this guy's winning the Mint 400. We will do this again next Sunday, Freak Nation. Shoot the juice to the moose, the stat man. Cut it loose. I feel the spot. I feel nice. I feel the spot. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.